0: Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com.
1: Hi, welcome to your Hollywood crime scene mini episode. Hi, hi, Desi. Let's start the show by just briefly mentioning the biggest hollywood news story of the week and that is that danny masterson was sentenced to 30 years in prison for raping two women yeah he was accused in this in this case in particular like there were three victims but he was found guilty on two of the charges We talked at great length about this on our Patreon. So if you want to hear us discuss this, we talked for like at least 30 minutes about this. It's an interesting case. There's a lot of elements to it. Yeah. And we're very happy that his victims got justice. Yes. So we talk a lot about that among other things that happened in the aftermath of the sentencing. If you want to hear our opinions about that go to patreon.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. There'll be a link in the show notes to our Patreon, and you can subscribe to that. Yeah. Anyway, our top story today is that our favorite person to talk about on the mini episode oh, <laughs> <laughs> was interviewed by a mutual acquaintance or friend. Look, I've never met Miles in real life. I've met him. Desi's met Miles. We'll call him friend of the pod. Yeah. Friend of the pod, Miles Clee, Of course, of everyone we know, not surprised he wound up interviewing the blood-sucking tech billionaire who wants to be young forever. Forever, but somehow made himself look worse than he would have if he had just normally aged. Yeah, We've talked about this guy. We've talked about him here. We've talked about him on Patreon. He's quite a topic. And now, (laughs) and Desi was like, I could go, you said recently I could go without hearing about this guy again. And I said, no, I disagree. I actually enjoy updates on him. Yeah. I'm just sick of him. I'm not yet. Yeah. And I'm not sick of the fact that apparently he wants a stronger piss. A stronger, faster oh. piss. Is that related to his dick thing? I think it's
0: <laughs> I mean you would assume it was he was related. doing something with his dick with electric shocks or something. The I dick can't
1: shockwave. Shockwave <laughs> therapy to rejuvenate his dick. That was sort of the latest thing that we reported on. Right. But he also mentions in this article from Rolling Stone that he wants like a faster piss. Why? Is <laughs> he wants? I'm to sorry, like, why? He, <laughs> I don't even know why that's a thing. He wants like a real, um, like a a speedy pee.
0: He's he he has those targets that you use to potty train <laughs> little boys. What? You never? There's like some kind of like targets to get. Teach little boys how to piss in the toilet.
1: Is that real?
0: I'm pretty sure. Is it like
1: a bullseye? Yeah.
0: So, because you know, if you think about it, you got to learn that. Yeah. (laughs) You don't have piss all over your toilet seat. Yeah. So he maybe he wants to really uh, get get good at that and destroy the target.
1: (laughs) Is he? Is he saying that as you get older, your stream gets weaker? I have heard that with semen like you can
0: have a weak load. Well, we've talked about But week, as an age thing. Like that's common when you get older, I think.
1: Yeah. I could so see that. Maybe P is similar? I but don't know. Here's the problem. Unless he's into piss play, who who is this even for?
0: He wants to make everyone waiting outside the bathroom really uncomfortable with how <laughs> strong it sounds. <laughs>
1: Do you yeah. know when someone pees and you're like, that's loud? When you can hear it through the door. <laughs> and they usually drink a lot of beer or something. Yeah, because you go in there and it's like... The foamy. T- it's all foamy. <laughs> it's so disgusting. So he just wants to, I think, be heard. <laughs> if you want to read this interview that he did with Miles and see more pictures of this guy who is absolutely frightening looking. Does Miles
0: ask... I didn't read... I get a chance to read it, but does Miles ask him... If he looks, doesn't he look better? Remember we saw that picture like five years ago
1: where he looked better? Yeah. um, Or did he have to be
0: kind of nice, I guess?
1: Miles was being really nice in all of these interview questions. He was being very professional.
0: Mm.
1: He wasn't asking that. I don't think he asked the tough questions like, hey, why do you look really scary now? So (laughs) what's up with your under eyes? (laughs) I realize, yeah, this is what I realized today is that he perpetually looks like he's baking his foundation before he like puts on a full drag beat. He has the, he has, he has those like super, like it looks like he has extra light concealer on his eyes. Like he's building his like, he's doing like a highlighter kind of thing. That's what my
0: eyes look like when I'm covering my dark circles and then I look at it, and I'm like, that... It's like, either I look like that, or I have a little bit of dark circles. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, it's so heavy under his eyes. And it's like, if you're so young, you don't need to cover dark circles like
1: that. I don't even know if he's wearing concealer or foundation. It just looks like it. I think... I just think something really weird is going on with this
0: guy's skin. If he's not wearing foundation then he needs to go to a real doctor <laughs> because that skin does not look like living it's giving like wax it's totally <laughs> like you're right it's giving the first the first layer of foundation and cover up before you fix it and highlight and like contour yeah, or whatever baking. yeah
1: he's baking his foundation it's like it's so
0: there's no color yet it's yeah. just all like, it's his yeah. base yeah it's so bad looking it's really weird and it really looks like he has
1: an ungodly amount of cover up under his eyes that's two shades too light for him yes it's not the right match he no. needs to go to the um the Lancome <laughs> counter or whatever at the at the department store yeah. and be like can you guys match me match me he he didn't get the right match he matched it like in his car uh, at night.
0: He's a fall and clearly he's putting
1: on winter makeup. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, He says, Miles asks him, I saw you just completed what you called six months of perfect sleep. What was it like waking up in the morning? Honestly, this guy, I had such a difficult time understanding what the hell this guy was talking about because it's so rambly. Yeah, he's full of shit. He's like I've done my I've done my very best work in life in the past 6 months. I love reading and you go back to the 17th century, you read about everything that was written about in the 17th century. It's distilled into a few books. Like What are you talking about? I have no idea
0: what that sentence was.
1: Again, everything happened in a hundred year time period. It's a few books. A fraction of whatever happened is actually preserved as our knowledge base as a species. And while we think we're all so important in the early 21st century, our century is going to be distilled down to a very small representation of the information. And so we pose that question. We say, "What?" (laughs) what is it? What's (laughs) actually preserved for the early 21st century? The time you and I live. That to me is the most interesting question for the games I'm playing. And in the past six months with my sleep being the way it is, I've had more clarity of thought than I'd ever had in my entire life. Okay, this is incredible because I had completely forgotten what the original question was that Miles had asked him until the very last sentence after this like oh, weird right. weird rambling thing that he went on about mm. how all of the books in the 17th century contain all the knowledge we need today. I, I think that's what he was saying. I'm not mm. sure.
0: Well, um, one of my passions is dumb people who think they're smart and yeah. talk a lot. <laughs> <laughs> like, I love I love listening to people like that. It's out of control. Um, I feel like possibly we should think about inviting Miles on to see if we can get some behind-the-scenes dirt, maybe, on this guy. Yeah, Miles, come on the pod. But I'm going to talk to him and say only if you are going to give us some juice. I'm not interested in rehashing what was said in the article. I want good stuff. I
1: want juice, but I also would like to hear Miles' opinion about... What he thinks his answers mean Because I really need some clarification here Did you know that his son Well obviously his son is like A participant whether he's completely The blood donor He's he's (laughs) historically been That's how this guy got famous In the first place Is because he was injecting his 17 year old son's blood To try and be younger
0: By the way, the thing that bugs me about this guy, it's not that I'm not interested in him. I'm bugged by the fact that he's clearly putting out these press releases all the time. Right. And he's like on the circuit to get publicity every day. And I'm very curious about how the media all decides we're going to just publish this rando weirdos story weekly especially the New York Post? Like, does he have a contract?
1: How does this work? I have no clue. I just want to read one more. I just want to read one more. There's like several questions, but this one is like absolutely something I would ask. You're doing this work. This is what Miles said. You're doing this work. You're on the strict demanding regimen. You're going to bed early. What do you do for fun? And he said... My son and I went to Utah. I took him and his friends last weekend. We did a bunch of mountain biking, canyoneering, just outdoor stuff. We went to New Zealand. We spent a couple of weeks there doing outdoor adventure. We do all sorts of things like that all the time. That's really the payoff is that I can physically do almost anything. And so like in Utah, we get a 14 mile ride and 100 degree temperature in the middle of a desert in the middle of the day. Um I've done a 102 mile ride in a 104 degree weather before. So I'm not impressed by that. Also,
0: I can do it. I don't fucking want to do it. I don't want to go on a desert dr- fucking bike ride
1: <laughs> 100 degree like I just don't think that's that crazy of a thing and no, I and I eat cheeseburgers.
0: I just think he's talking about all the stuff that people do regularly in their 40s. Yes. It's not like he's
1: 80. That would be a little more like, wow. Like Good for you. Yeah. And we smoked it. I smoked all the boys. He's not talking about smoking. He's saying he beat them. Okay. I beat them all. And we had a fantastic time. And so that's the reward, I think, of the rigor I've maintained. People say, what's your cheat day? They think the reward is donuts and pizza eating all these calories. That sounds like a dystopic world to me. Ugh. I honestly also he said what you do you do for fun. Where is the fun? Where <laughs> where is the fun in this? I'm very curious about what his son's friends think about when this guy like gets up to go to the bathroom. Like, do they like talk amongst themselves? They're like, This guy is so weird. Like, listen to that pea stream. <laughs> it's massive.
0: <laughs> Yeah, they're probably all like, "Let him fucking win. You
1: just let just him. hang back here. We'll light up a joint. This is let a, him get ahead of us. This guy has serious psychological problems. Yeah, if you're this addicted to winning and beating your teenage son and his friends in a little 14 mile bike ride, yeah, this is sad to me.
0: I don't. This guy is the opposite of me. Yeah. (laughs)
1: Whatever that is. (laughs) Anyway, we must mention this next story because it was sent to us a million times by our listeners. And this is an international truck spill story. CBS reports a river of wet red wine (laughs) flows through Portuguese village after storage units burst. A river of red wine that's really hard to say, yeah, flowed through the streets of a small town in Portugal this week after an incident at a local distillery. Video from Anadia, Portugal shows the wine rushing in the gutters and turning the streets purple. Did you see footage of this? I didn't. it's crazy looking it It's literally a river of red wine. It's that's, exactly what it says it is
0: that's like um. Isn't that like one of the um, plague things? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, that's Locus, it's blood. Oh, okay. it's blood. It's not wine. Well, that but wouldn't... sometimes
0: they think it's blood, but then you're like, "It actually was wine." No, who? When does? Well, because they always act. It's they act like they weren't really what it said or something. It was actually this um, naturally occurring thing in nature that people. Oh, you're talking for...
1: about in real life. I thought you were saying that like in the Bible... No, 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 no. It, no. Actually, <laughs> it actually is, is wine. The no, plate. no, no, no. I'm saying, and they're
0: like, no, that was actually a truck spill back in the uh, Bible days. <laughs> or like some
1: kind of rust.
0: Yeah, it's always like something like, ooh, is this? And it's like, well, that's actually a naturally occurring event. Like a phenomenon. They just didn't know back then right. that it was going to happen
1: again. No, this is actual wine. 2.2 million liter tanks burst. And it flooded the streets. And this is a like this is crazy. These streets are filled with I'm sorry, wine. I'm, this is a truck spell. Um, let me see. I don't know.
0: It's like a tank. That's like so much wine. And they just carry it in the tank. I'm
1: sorry. <laughs> that's crazy. Destillaria um, Levira, a wine distillery located in the village of Sao Lorenco do Bar. Mm. (laughs) D'O'Bairo said the river was caused when two storage units holding the wine burst on Sunday. Oh, so it wasn't a truck spill. It wasn't a truck spill, but it was... A big spill. A big just spill in the streets. The distillery said no one was injured and the cause of the incident is being investigated. The distillery is offering to pay for any damage caused by the by the wine and asked people in the village to take photographic records of the damage they experience. In another post on Monday the distillery thanked the Anadia municipal council, firefighters, other local agencies for helping to minimize the impact of the wine. The wine storage units at the distillery were part of a government plan to help with the overproduction of wine. Oh. The European Union said earlier this year that the wine sector has been hit by, quote, reduced consumption due to inflation. So many winemakers have seen an accumulation of product, and members of the EU can now participate in a program that will help remove the excess.
0: Well, maybe they should have lowered their prices. (laughs) They wouldn't have wasted all those wine.
1: It is a big waste. (laughs) Yeah. Because this is a lot of wine.
0: Oh my God. I'm just picturing like the villagers, like the wine mom villagers scooping it up.
1: I mean, this is a literal river flowing through this village. This is
0: the most excessive spill we've ever seen.
1: I mean, look at that. That is crazy.
0: Look at that poor little village. (laughs) They're like, what the hell?
1: (laughs) Do you think anyone drank any of it?
0: I bet you someone did it to be cute
1: like they they got a little, little ladle. Yeah. Scooped it up or a little wine glass. Pretended to drink it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, got
0: a little wine glass and dipped it down. I
1: mean, it does seem really wasteful. So you someone might not want to waste it, right? Yeah. We have an update to a story we did a few weeks ago, maybe last week, I don't remember. This is from Sky News. Cursed painting sells for more than 1600 pounds. After twice being returned to charity shop. Now we reported on this podcast that there was a cursed painting that had been returned twice at a thrift store. Right. Someone has bought the painting for 1,600 pounds. That's a lot. That's expensive. So this story made it more valuable. The painting went viral after it was pictured in an East Sussex charity shop with a warning on it saying, She's back, sold twice and returned twice. Are you brave enough? Zoe Elliott Brown was the last person to buy the portrait from Hastings Advice and Representation Center in August. She told ITV's this morning that after the purchase, she was chased by an unidentified black figure who took the (gasps) painting and took the painting back to the shop. So she was like very haunted by this painting. Miss Elliot Brown returned to H.A.R.C. a few days later to see if the painting had been sold for a third time. And on finding it still up for grabs, she decided to take it home and put it up for auction on eBay. Shortly after being listed, an offer of 450 pounds was made. But that has now more than tripled with a final bid of 1,680 pounds and one cent or pence. (laughs) What is it? I don't know. (laughs) 0.01 with the H-A-R-C set to get 50% of the profits of the sale. Damn. So she... She eBayed that shit. She eBayed that <laughs> shit, even after she was haunted by it. But she realized, you know what? This story went viral. I can make a profit off she's this. She's smart. That is pretty smart. Yeah,
0: because she knew if she returned it, she'd just get her money
1: back. But now she's made a profit. Yes. I think that's cool. This is from CNN. Police rush to reports of a ritual mass murder. <gasps> but it turns out it was just a yoga class.
0: Oh, I saw this headline.
1: When you're a yoga teacher, when a yoga teacher, sorry, when a <laughs> yoga teacher turned out the lights toward the end of one of her classes in Britain this week, her hope was to encourage peaceful relaxation. What followed could not have been further from her intention. Soon after the class was over, a, quote, mass of police sirens shattered the piece as officers raced toward the venue where the class was being held. They were responding to a call from a member of the public, worried there had been a mass killing at the studio in the small English coastal resort of Chapel St. Leonard's. Millie Laws, who runs Unity Yoga, was teaching the class at the North Sea Observatory in the village which also doubles as a community space. Art gallery and exercise studio. Seascape Cafe at the Observatory describes the incident on Wednesday evening in a Facebook post, writing, "If anyone heard the mass of police sirens in Chapel St. Leonard's at 9:30 p.m. last night, then please be reassured. They were on their way to the Observatory after someone had reported a mass killing in our building." having seen several people laying on the floor, which actually turned out to be the yoga class in meditation. Dear general public, please be mindful that the observatory has lots of yoga classes happening in the evenings. We are not part of any mad cult or crazy clubs, the post continued. In a separate Facebook post on Unity Yoga page, laws said that the call to police was triggered after some local dog walkers mistook the scene for a ritual mass murder. What? (laughs) Sorry, this is just so crazy. That is a dumb bitch that called the police, right? How do you... I I don't... Yeah, because you're not seeing... You're
0: just seeing people, what, like in Savasana? They're
1: in Savasana Uh, at the end of the (laughs) class.
0: I mean, it is called corpse pose, but still, it looks... It's not very... There's nothing about it that looks (laughs) dangerous. It just looks like people sleeping on the floor. (laughs) I mean, that is a crazy conclusion to jump to. What a jump, right? What a huge leap. I like to picture the woman being like, well, our-
1: <laughs> some old biddy walking her dog. This <laughs> old biddy who has 30, never heard of yoga. Not 30 years ago, 25 years ago, was obsessed with Heaven's Gate. <laughs> yeah. And so she's like, I knew it was going to happen again one day. Yeah. I mean, that's just wild to me. It is a huge leap to come to. Yeah, I don't know. No blood anywhere. I think, yeah, she thought they took cyanide like they did right. in Heaven's Gate. And they're all just lying down. I mean, that is pretty funny.
0: <laughs> you got to relate to it. In a way, I could see myself jumping to a conclusion like that, maybe. Yeah, I mean it is I probably would investigate further before I called the police. Though. Why
1: didn't the Why didn't the police on the other end? Why weren't they like? Uh, can you describe the scene for us? You please? sure about that? <laughs> where Where is it? Oh, it's at the yoga studio. Okay. Yeah,
0: I just feel like I'd look around
1: a bit more.
0: Just investigate a tiny bit more. Tiny bit more. She <laughs> saw a
1: few people laying on the ground, and she's like, "Oh my god, there's been a ritual mass murder." <laughs> And our final story is from NBC News. A man found carrying around a mummified corpse up to 800 years old in a food delivery bag in Peru. Hmm. This guy had been carrying around a mummy that was believed to be 800 years old in like a little Postmates bag.
0: That's so weird. I feel like... Did we have a similar story like this one time? <laughs> Where someone was lugging a corpse? Yeah, or something. That's I, so
1: funny. I mean, there are there is like a genre of person who likes a corpse.
0: Yes, or they think it's some old antiquity, not realizing it's human. They what think do you it, mean? Like they're carrying around a hand bone... Not oh. realizing it's like a hand They think it's like a fossil or something <laughs> like Well that is a bone I know but it's not They don't think it's human But a fossil could be human, right? I know but they don't think what they have is a human Remain
1: They think it's like a An arrowhead, I don't know Or they think it's like a Was man-made like a porcelain Like a thing, thing. yeah <laughs> Like a jewelry <laughs> Whatever, a fucking pot piece <laughs> You
0: know, old pe- the olden days love fucking broken pots. They love pottery.
1: They it's, love pottery. They always got a fucking shard of pottery <laughs> laying around. <laughs> a mummified corpse up to 800 years old was found in a food delivery bag in Peru, authorities in the South American country have said. Photos released by the direct... Oh, God. I, it's so hot right now. Photos released by the directorate of culture in the southeastern city of Puno show a skeleton in the fetal position lying in a red bag with a reflective inner lining commonly used by food delivery companies. Anyway, here's a picture of this mummy that is like literally crumpled up, stuck in this position for eternity that has been stuffed into this Bag, one of those bags that's like... uh, Insulated. Insulated.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I mean, that looks like human remains.
1: (laughs) Well, this guy absolutely knew that this was a real mummy because... Oh. Because he thought this was his girlfriend. What? Okay. (laughs) The directorate said in a statement... Sunday that the body of a quote adult mummified male individual with a relative chronologically chron chronic <laughs> it's between 600 and 800 yeah. years old, Desi. <laughs> okay. It was discovered during a joint operation with the Peru National Police. The body has become a property of the state under national heritage laws. Local media company Noticias seen Filtro Puno TV published an interview with Julio Caesar, who said the body belonged to him. Okay. So this guy, Julio Caesar, no relation to Julius <laughs> Caesar. He said, it sleeps in my bedroom with me. Oh, there's my bed, the TV set. And next to it, there's Juanita. I take care of it. It's like, if you'll pardon my expression as if it were my spiritual girlfriend he told the media outlet using the name he has for the body scans later found that the body is in fact of a male it's a juan they said not a juanita
0: <laughs> I mean look not this is a th- real carl tansler situation it's
1: a very carl tansler story that's so crazy Caesar had been taken into custody. The AFP news agency reported the Peruvian newspaper Diario Cajamarca Noticias reported that the body was in the possession of Caesar's family and that he had taken it out to show his friends. The Peruvian Culture Ministry urged people to assist in the defense and protection of our precious heritage, communicating to us any finding or attack on movable or immovable cultural heritage. Do they know where he got this? I mean, it says that he got it from his parents.
0: So it seems weird that the state took it.
1: The newspaper, <laughs> the, country. The, the newspaper said the body was in the possession of Caesar's family and he had taken it out to show his friends. Look, I don't know what this guy's family does. So but... he took
0: it out to show his friends and then made it his girlfriend? Yeah. Okay. Um. And then his friends reported him to the um, government?
1: <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> They're, like, They're like, this guy's a
0: fucking
1: freak. One Caesar... <laughs> Get, Whatever his name is, Julius Caesar. Julius Caesar. <laughs> our, Ju- our friend Julius Caesar. No relation to the Greek guy. Wait, was he Roman? He's Roman. Roman. I'm sorry. Please, please. Oh it's ninety Ignore. degrees
0: in my house Ignore. right now. No, it's crazy that he's carrying it around too. Like, why? Why does it need to be refrigerated?
1: You're <laughs> like insulated. <laughs> it needs to be in the food delivery to go bag. Uh, He's carrying it around Look, Juanita. The dating situation is hard out there. We get it. (laughs) We understand. We've heard stories about Uh, the apps. Oh, my God. And that's where we'll take a break. We'll be right back. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care.
0: Rakuten's Big Give Week is back with 15% cash back. It's a festival of savings with big cash back at hundreds of stores. Don't miss headliners like Canon, Fenty Beauty, and Dyson. I can't wait to shop for all of my summer fashion and beauty needs, and we'll definitely be checking out Ulta and Adidas. on top of Big Give Week cashback rates, go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app today. That's R A K U T E N. Shoppers get it. Rakuten is the shopping platform to save while shopping. I'm the queen of starting a free trial offer and forgetting to cancel it, oftentimes being charged for months for something I'm not even using. If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying?
1: Desi, what are you listening to
0: this week? I don't have any new podcast, of course. Um, Music-wise, let's see if I have anything interesting. I don't think I do. Boop, bop, boo. It takes so long to load. Do you have a podcast you've been listening to? <laughs> I,
1: I listened to Court Junkie this week because... The pod That podcast released an episode about the Danny Masterson trial. Oh, right. And it was done in a very concise way. I had known... I mean, I've been sort of following... Both of us have been following this case, but I appreciated that this host, Jillian, she really put it in a very easy-to-follow, concise way. It's
0: nice to get like a concise little rundown. Yeah. Even when you've been following it, sometimes you just want to hear it all in order. She laid it all yeah, out. Yeah, I, like, was, I like was listening to
1: that kind of thing. It was laid out very clearly, and it's easy to follow and understand, and all the facts were there. So um, that was released, I think, right before the sentencing. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I listened to that this week, and I think that was... Um, I mean, just the case in general has been on my mind a lot this week. It's like all I can think about in terms of like news stories. Um,
0: I did. Did you see that last podcast didn't has doing an
1: episode on John Holmes? I did. And I'm sure it's going to be amazing. And it made me sad that we didn't make. We didn't do like a 10 part episode on the Wonderland. We should redo it. We should redo it. But not now because they just did it. Well,
0: no, but sometime. Someday. Uh, I did listen to part one. Was it good? I mean, it's kind of funny because I knew a lot. I knew like everything. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Like, Yeah. Obviously, their takes are new and their personalities and all of that. And we love them. We love them. But I just knew, I was surprised how much I remembered of the episode or like the information from our episode, which was
1: so long ago. That was our very first episode of Hollywood crime scene was the Wonderland murders. Yes. And it was one episode. That's crazy. We have to redo so many episodes. I know. I know I know. We talk about it. We talk about it sometimes, about how our early episodes were just not the caliber of research that we do today, so they're very abbreviated often.
0: They can be. I don't think that that's exactly true. I think we were trying to make everything under an hour, so we probably cut out a lot of stuff do you know what I mean? I think they're still well-researched stories. They're well-researched. Yeah, but, but it was more edited because we thought we had to get it in
1: one episode. Sure, yes. Yeah. It was edited. I should have said that. Um, I think the first two-part episode we did was The Hillside Stranglers. And that was probably because there was no physical way yeah. <laughs> of doing a story that big. We had to talk about that cum glove. It took two. up 20 minutes. That did take <laughs> that
0: did take up a lot of time. And even that's like something another podcast might do four parts on. Do you know what I mean? Like oh, yeah. it's like even our two parts were probably really three or four parts. Yes. So yes. Um
1: I yeah. mean the last the last podcast boys in the recent like recently have actually started redoing their really old episodes because they sort of had the same thing. Yeah. We did in the early days where it was more abbreviated. Also stuff comes out, bigger books
0: come out like yeah. so there's a lot of reasons why. And I, I think it's just yeah, you, you're learning and you're thinking like I have to get everything in in one episode and yeah. you're like, oh, I I can I don't have to and then I can add more stuff like right. uh to fill things out. Um anyway, I I do enjoy it. So if you want to listen to our episode, you can go back and find it. This is also good. And then we'll redo it at some point. Yeah, we'll redo it and we'll add more information. It was funny because even like, obviously there's the information of the case, but even their riffs reminded me of like the riffs we did. Because they kind of focus in on, I'm not saying, obviously not saying at all that they listened to ours. Let's copy those riffs. There's just certain things I know both of us would focus in on. Yes, of course. And it was very funny. To hear that, because I I remember, I just remember things that we would focus in on as well, that being kind of similar uh, to what they focused in on as far as their little riffs and comedy bits went. Yeah. Because there's a lot of, even though the story is obviously a horrible murder, the early years of John Holmes especially, you can get into a lot of crazy shit with his poor wife The long-suffering wife. I was like, oh, my God, I forgot about her. How she was just like a nurse thinking she got married. Yeah. And then realizing, oh, I'm married to a guy who's like a porn star. Like, all of a sudden, he went into that field sort of without even telling her. And became a crackhead, too. Yes. Yeah, all the other stuff. And then Dawn. Oh, my God, Dawn. (laughs) Anyway, you should listen to the episodes on this case because it is crazy. Yeah. On on whatever podcast you you want,
1: we're obviously not the first podcast to do the Wonderland. Oh my murders. God, no!
0: But ours is good, and theirs is good too. So one of those or yeah. both. Uh, anyway, I was laughing at. I was like,
1: Dawn. yeah, Don, <laughs> Don." God, that was <laughs> poor so wife. long ago. <laughs> yeah,
0: I know. And there was there was some part where one of the guys, maybe Henry, was like. I mean, he seems like a good guy, and and Marcus was like, no. Yeah.
1: <laughs> no, he's not a good guy. And I yeah. was like, yeah,
0: wait till the later years. Oh, He's awful. He's
1: pretty bad. Yeah. He was not a good guy. No. So um, it was funny. Wow. Well, that's good. Yeah. Um, did you have a good workout today? <sighs>
0: I mean... It was fine. I did it. You did it in this weather. It was. It's fucking muggy here. I'm What's up enjoy- with the muggy? Not enjoying the mugginess. It, uh, Rachel. I was waiting for Rachel to get back to work. I'm sorry to get back home so we could record. So I like walked up this hill by her. Walked up these hu- this huge staircase, which literally almost killed me. Do you know when your legs are like literally lead? That's what I felt like walking up that hill. like I kept getting slower and slower. It was like I was walking through quicksand, and then I just got up to a flat area and kind of walked back and forth a bunch of times to yeah. get my steps in, but i was I was fucking tired because the heat was like weighing in on me like so horribly so but yeah. I got my steps in.
1: I did that squeezy thigh thing at the gym yesterday. Oh, the
0: abductor or whatever.
1: (laughs) The thigh abductor. I
0: don't know why that exercise is so 80s to me.
1: (laughs) It's such a horny machine.
0: It's just, you picture those, those like videos of like workout and like stuff like that where they're just like, ugh, like squeezing it together and they're shiny aerobics wear or whatever. In the
1: really (laughs) shiny tights. I know, but I was next to a guy who was on the machine that where you're like lying on your stomach and you're lifting up your, calves oh that fucking hurts what does that work your ass
0: N- it's your, your like hamstrings it's your um hamstrings so it's the back of your thighs and i guess a little bit of your ass that's one of those things where my trainer put on like 2.5 she's like start with 2.5 pounds and i was like that's fucking pussy like 2.5 pounds but it's hard. embarrassing but it's hard it was fucking by like 10, I was like, I can't do another round. This is crazy. (laughs) Like it was just like so difficult because it's just one of those muscles I think you don't focus in on a lot. You do things around with other muscles.
1: Yeah. So it was really difficult. Was he grunting? He was having an orgasm. This guy was coming. Okay. He was like, next to me. He must have been doing five pounds. (laughs) (laughs) I did see him take some of the weights off halfway through his set. I did. I did see him do that. And I'm like, damn that that must
0: be hard. Okay, not that I'm a pro in any means, but because I am getting a little more experienced, and I'm always kind of watching videos and focusing on my form because I really don't want to injure my back, which is sensitive. I'm really starting to notice that guys go to the gym and are absolute lunatics. Like they lift weights like with momentum, which you're not supposed to do. Really, yeah. And they're just like all over the place, lifting things that are way too heavy for them. Not all men, not all men. Not all men. I mean, we never get a complaint. Um, but like I'm talking about men at the gym, the ones
1: I see, the ones you see that are using momentum.
0: I'm just saying they, 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 I think they choose to do things that are too heavy and then they have really bad form. Like sometimes I'm looking at them, like, I'm like, dude, your back's going to be killing you later. Like I can look at it now and see how they're going to injure themselves. Yeah. And it's like, I don't say anything. So what is it my business? (laughs) Am I (laughs) going to go up to Guy and correct him? Hey Um, dude, why don't you go down five pounds? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Focus on a controlled lift. Like, yeah. It's just funny to watch them because it's like I know this is some kind of like I got to do 50 pound dumbbells or whatever. And so they need to put all their body into it, which <laughs> is very
1: funny to watch now. Because um, uh, before I had no fucking idea and I was like, damn. yeah. Um, no, that's what I did yesterday. Super interesting. But now like every time I sit down, I'm like... Hello. Yeah. It hurts. I like that machine. I like that machine too. You really can feel it. You can feel it the next day.
0: You don't want to be across from someone doing it. No. (laughs) It it is kind of sexual. It's kind of vulgar. There's a lot of of exercises like that.
1: There's a lot of vulgar machines where you're squatting. You just feel a little (laughs) exposed sometimes.
0: That one's definitely the worst. But that probably. one is
1: the worst one because you're you're <laughs> flinging your knees open and they go like a really wide. They go really <laughs> wide and then you're just like squeezing them and you're tensing, you want to tense your core, so you just kind of have this like pained look on on your face while you're squeezing your thighs back in and then they go back open again. I will say I've come close to um groaning. Yeah, well, it's look, it's almost happened too. it's almost
0: happened. And I probably lightly go, <laughs> please don't re- re- isolate that sound. <laughs> and Put it on a loop.
1: <laughs> it's going to be on a fetish site later. <laughs> Podcast hose.
0: Someone's going to give me like five out of 10 stars. It wasn't that great of
1: a groan. Oh. Humiliating, humiliating. Desi, what did you eat?
0: Well, I did talk about this, I guess, on our after show a bit. But well, I, don't give it away then. Okay. S- what so, else did you eat? Um, what else did I That's eat? That's for patrons only. Okay. I, I didn't eat that much interesting stuff, but I did get home state on Sunday. I forgot about good. home state. They just opened a new one. Where did I see that? Is it on... Is it? Do you have one in Echo Park? No, the okay. only one I know about is like... Oh, the, I know where I saw it, Atwater. Los Feliz one. They opened one up on at, in Atwater, a huge one. Um, anyway, I got um, the queso. <laughs> I love that queso. With what? Is that all you got? Well, no. I got it with p- crispy potatoes. <laughs> And then I got chips. I was really in a chips and salsa mood. Mm. So I got that. And then I got a margarita again. To go? Yeah. Wait, did you get it delivered? Yes. I got it delivered. Amazing. I had to, um, I didn't know this, but when you get a DoorDash or delivery, I don't know if the other companies do this, you cannot order alcohol using Venmo or PayPal. Did you know that? (laughs) You have to use your credit card? Yeah. Yeah. I just thought that was weird because what does it matter? Uh, anyway, I luckily I have a credit card, so I was able to do that.
1: But for some reason I was like, oh, I'm going to use Venmo. Do you remember Pink Dot? Yes, of course. Pink Dot was like pre-Postmates. It was like the one grocery delivery.
0: It was like where you could be like, I want cigarettes, a pint of ice cream. <laughs> you could get like snacks. It was like stuff you could get like no, it I, wasn't like grocery shopping,
1: but kind of. But you could also get like their pre-made things, Yes. which weren't very good. And you could get alcohol. You could get alcohol. So when I was nineteen, I used to order Pink Dot, and when they would get there, they'd be like ID. I'd be like, I lost it, and like it was they just, never cared. But it was a gamble. Sometimes they'd be like, "Fuck you, bitch," and sometimes they'd be like,
0: eh. "Yeah, no." It was. I definitely remember Pink Dot. I don't think I used it a ton, but it was definitely one of those orders where it was all like drink and
1: shit. Yeah. I would always get cigarettes and some kind of alcohol. And then, no, and, then alcohol and, and then some, I'd get like a gross pre-made sandwich or something. Oh, I don't think I ever
0: ordered their food, but I definitely remember getting like ice cream or something. Like <laughs> a pint of ice cream. Because sometimes you're just looking, you're like, I don't know, I'll get that, I guess. Well, you,
1: you want to make it worth the yes, order. Yeah. So you just order something really random on there. Um, No, I had a sandwich today. I was telling Desi about this sandwich before we started recording. And it's a sandwich that both Desi and I had heard a lot about that's allegedly like one of the best sandwiches in LA. And I'm not going to blow up their spot and mention it because I did not think it was one of the best sandwiches in LA. And we low-key suspected that We suspected this. (laughs) We suspected just because Desi and I have been kind of obsessed with this sandwich as a concept for the past 3 years not that we think it looks per- looks particularly good just that why is there so much hype around this sandwich why this was a
0: this was like a thing that blew up like it started in covid the it, pandemic it was, right it was a
1: pandemic panini but now they're still going strong i they're guess they still going strong and i will say it was perfectly fine it was nothing to write home about. It's expensive. It was $19. And that's what the sandwich cost, right? The sandwich costed $19 with the Postmates fees. Because I happened to be like in Beverly Hills today. So I was in like the delivery distance where this sandwich was. Did you die when you saw it listed as <laughs> one of your options? I fucking died. I died when I saw it when it came up on Postmates when I was over on that part of town and I'm like, well, I texted Desi immediately and I was like, should I get this? And she's like, you have to get the sandwich. (laughs) You need to get the sandwich. You gotta. And you gotta, because what else am I going
0: to order it? We have to have had this sandwich, one of us. (laughs) Like it
1: has to have happened. So I'm glad. I ate 80% of it. It was big, but it was, completely fine it was nothing revolutionary it had sun-dried tomato spread wait it did yes wait that's not listed as one of the ingredients well there was a sun-dried tomato sort of spread on it oh my god and pesto what on a ciabatta Mm. this is a dated ass sandwich i can't believe they added sun-dried tomato paste dude I took a picture of it. I'll show you the evidence. Okay. I'll show you the evidence <laughs> of the sun tomato. That's tomatoes. crazy because they had fresh tomato on it too. There was fre- The fresh tomato was completely unnecessary. It was undersalted. I, I enjoyed while I was eating the sandwich, although I was absolutely starving while yeah. I was eating it. So sometimes that can hinder an accurate evaluation.
0: Right and neither neither one of us are not going to eat something if right. it's decent. <laughs> right.
1: No, it was perfectly good, but it's not my pick for best sandwich in LA. No way. I think the Godmother at All About the Bread is one of the best sandwiches in LA. Look, you're going to have to
0: do a lot for me to pick like a chicken sandwich that's not fried for yeah. my best of LA. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm just not that I don't like a grilled chicken sandwich.
1: But it's not going to be my pick for top sandwich ever. Also, to be honest, if I'm going to get a grilled chicken sandwich, I want it to be a hot grilled chicken sandwich. Yes. Yeah. With the side of French fries.
0: Yes. But even then, if I might be craving it, it's never something that's like my top five. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like there's too many
1: good sandwiches. Not even close. No. This was no. not even close to the best sandwich in LA. That's like me trying to be good. Like I'll get
0: a grilled chicken sandwich with fries still though. Yeah, of course. But like, even like as far as like a cold sandwich, I would prefer like a club over something like that.
1: Or, or something with deli meat. Yeah, for sure.
0: Uh, anyway, for that much money, I need more.
1: I needed something spectacular and I needed to be blown away and I just was not blown away. And, but it's what we expected. It's it is exact. Just based on the photos, it tastes exactly how I thought it was going to taste. And we both knew there was no way
0: this sandwich was anything <laughs> but like adequate, right? Like perfectly fine for what it was. Yeah the, yeah,
1: the I could tell you know the ingredients they weren't they weren't like uh, the most ex- ex- fancy or expensive, but it also they weren't cheap. No, it looks like good quality It was good quality. The ciabatta, I'm not a huge ciabatta fan, and the ciabatta was good. It was good for ciabatta. Yeah. Anyways, I think this is very exciting. <laughs> this development?
0: Yeah. <laughs> that we
1: finally have an answer?
0: We've been obsessed. Like, I mean, this is
1: sad. Yeah. That
0: we've been obsessed <laughs> with this. For so long. Because
1: we were kind of haters about it. Because we were like, why? Why is this the sandwich? Because you don't understand. Like,
0: a, a few people, food people we follow, have been lit, lit about this sandwich for so long and we can't believe it. So we're like, are you being paid? Just by looking at it doesn't, you know what I mean? Just <laughs> yeah. by looking at it, it's like, sure, it's sure, it's fine. Is that your friend? Because right. <laughs> I don't
1: get the hype over this basic ass sandwich. <laughs> yeah. No, we really thought like this has to be a paid a paid endorsement. Are you getting free sandwiches? I think that this person who is obsessed with this sandwich is getting free sandwiches because there's no way, man, there's no way.
0: No. And honestly, I question her sandwich taste. Now now. I question her taste, especially after that other one. If she (laughs) was, wait, which was the other one? The sun dried tomato wrap.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) We're giving too much away right now. We're giving way too much away. Um anyway, if you if you wanna I mean, look, I can't eat well, there's no point in telling you what this place is because their fucking Instagram account is private. Which is <laughs> which, this is really an after show I'm, conversation. Uh, yeah, maybe we can do a deep dive we'll do, <laughs> on our next after We'll show. do a deep dive about this place on the after show. Um yeah. you know what? I respect their game. I'm really happy that they managed to survive the pandemic. It, it looks like a sandwich a lot of people would enjoy. I'm just being a big old snobby bitch about yeah. it. And I, yeah. and I, it was a, it was the perfect lunch to have while I was where I was. Yes. It was, Absolutely. I was very grateful for this sandwich. It, I would just rather have something, um, like an Italian oh, sub. Me too. Or always. A, or a hoagie. Absolutely. That's, that's my sandwich. Mm,
0: that's so my good. kind of sandwich. I just looked at, um, the best of those type of sandwiches in LA. And mm. I was scrolling through them. What are I would, they? Uh, I mean, it's a lot of the typical Bay ones. City. yeah. I didn't look through the whole article, but I was scrolling. I was like, mm. oh. <laughs> I was groaning like I was at the gym. I was like, that looks good.
1: It's such a good sandwich. It's such a good sandwich. Um, anyway, well, I guess that's it. You got to go, Dad. Yeah, I got to go. Okay, Bye. we'll see you soon. Bye.